opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind, I'm Brian McCallan. There's a new company called Ira. Ira is expanding transformative remote access technology. Their technology connects you with a real sighted person that becomes your virtual sighted guide. The technology connects blind people to a chain of certified agents through both a pair of smart glasses and an augmented reality dashboard. The dashboard lets agents see the buildings or sidewalks that the visually impaired are experiencing in real time. And the agents help IRA's blind users complete various activities, including traveling the globe and recognizing faces. Juan Hernandez is one of IRA's software engineers and users, and CNBC reports that Candace Jordan is one of the visually impaired IRA testers. Juan Hernandez and Candace Jordan are with us today, and Candace is going to talk about her experience with the technology, while Juan tells us about current capabilities and future technology plans. Hi, Juan and Candace. Hey, Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello. First, let's get to know you two. Juan, LinkedIn says that you graduated with your Associate of Arts degree in Liberal Arts from San Diego Mesa College in 2004. You got your Bachelor's in Theater Arts from San Diego State in 2013 and your Master of Science in Computer Science from National University in 2014. How did earning these degrees help you get the software engineer job? Um, I've always been uh, into software engineering. Uh, I did the theater arts degree because I was an incredibly shy person. Being always used to just communicating with computers, I needed something that would set me apart in a sighted world. And so the ability to think outside of the box, to be very creative, to speak in front of audiences, to speak to people with no issue, the theater arts degree gave me that. And the computer science degree just solidified my engineering and technical chops to the industry as well. Definitely got you in front of an audience. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Are you also blind? Yes, I am also 100% blind. How about you, I Candace? Use... CNBC says that you're visually impaired. Tell us about yourself and your visual impairment. Okay, um, so I have a bachelor's in psychology from uh, Mount Vernon Nazarene University. And I have a master's degree in vocational rehabilitation counseling from Bowling Green State University in Ohio. I'm also a certified rehabilitation counselor, and I work as a rehabilitation counselor for DC Rehabilitation Services Administration. All right, one. Ira started with the company, started with the company CEO, Suman Kanuganti, a blind communications professional named Maprock, and Yuja Chang in 2014. All three of them got together. Tell us more about these three good people and what motivated them to start Ira. Well, it's actually a really great story. Matt Brock uh, was a is a good friend of Suman's. Suman, before Ira, he's a huge gadget nerd. He loves technology. He loves testing the new technology, testing the newest gadgets. 
And back in 2013, Sumon got his hands on the older versions of Google Glass, the original Glass. He started seeing potential. What could happen with Glass, the things he could develop and engineer to happen with Glass. His friend, Matt, which is a visually impaired person, I, th I think he's you know nearly blind, said, wouldn't it be great if I could put on the Glass and somebody could then help me see with the Glass, help me, somebody in, in remote could connect to me and tell me what's going on around me. And so Suman put together sort of a, an initial prototype showed that to Matt, and that's where the company sort of was born. So I see he wanted to create a sort of on-star service like the General Motors cars. Yeah. Where the person driving gets to talk to a representative if they have a problem. But the blind don't drive cars in this case and connect with a representative for roadside assistance. They use a set of these wearable smart glasses to connect yes. to a, a chain of certified agents. And I understand that the IRA remote assistive technology is being tested by users, but it's not available to the public yet. But how do you hire the agents and how do they get certified? So our agents, we post to various job posting boards. That's how we get people to sign up for the process. Then once a person is interested and signs up to IRA, they go through a set of exams and interviews. The exam first makes sure that they can do certain things like, you know, read maps, how well they can describe objects and scenarios to the blind person. Their training to certify them as an agent is very extensive. They go through hours of watching previous videos of agents working with users. They work with other agents to learn the language. And our agents are also trained in orientation and mobility techniques. We have people from the O&M world that consult with IRA to make sure that our agents are able to speak to the users in the best way possible to be able to provide the safest and most efficient information in real time. And where do the O&M specialists come from? Where do you bring them in from? Currently, we're working closely with Sandy Rosen. She's through um, San Francisco State University. Currently, we're working with her. Um, um, she's our primary consultant on O&M. She's a very well-known person in that field. Yeah, here she is. I've talked to other people who've known her. That's all easier said than done. But I hear that Google Glass has been discontinued. How do you have access to that product for the IR technology? And how does it all work? We have special partnership with Google that continues to allow us to access their manufacturing for Google Glass. But we are always looking at better solutions. And so we do have other glasses in the future roadmap on, in research currently to be able to provide to our users that will lessen the hold that Google has on the glass for us. Let's get back to the agents. What do okay. the certified agents do exactly when helping our users navigate their world? Well, pretty much just about anything a user could ask within reasonable safety margins, of course. So an agent will help a user drive, for example. An agent will also not help a user be unsafe. And so if the user is totally blind and they want to navigate out in the world without their mobility aid, like, a, like myself using a guide dog, or uh, other 
blind and VI users using canes, that technology isn't meant to be a substitute or replacement for those. It's an augmentation. It works with those aids. The agent, grocery shopping, going into a grocery store, an agent can navigate the user in the store and describe where things are, help them find certain aisles, go to that aisle, find the products that the users are looking for, read the boxes, the health information, the prices. So shopping is a big one. Travel, getting through airports, navigating from point A to point B through GPS. Our agents have access to GPS mapping data through Google Maps on their augmented dashboard. So they're able to see in real time where the user is on the map, what direction they're walking, and have very accurate data to be able to give them the best information possible. Agents can plan out routes ahead of time when the user is you know, walking, they can use the street view to be able to look around the area and see what the best way to traverse that area is. Now there's the reality dashboard. How do yeah. the agents use that dashboard to see what the visually impaired person sees? So the way the technology works is the user wears the smart glasses. The smart glasses connect to a hotspot AT&T MiFi device. And then also the users use an app on their phone that basically manages and drives the call to the agent. So the user puts on the glasses, they make sure that their, you know, their their MiFi device, which provides the data link to the glasses, is on. They open up their IRA app and hit the call IRA age call IRA um, button from within the app. Then once the call is established, there's a video stream. The video stream goes to our live agents. On the dashboard, a agent is able to see a live video stream of what the user would see from their perspective. Map data, GPS street view, GPS. They can see what's around businesses, informational data. They can pull up menus for restaurants, all that kind of stuff that's dynamically loaded for the agent on the dashboard. Now, what if the video ever goes out? What happens? This has been a really uh, difficult issue for Ira to solve. I feel we've done a pretty good job. There are cases where the video, when the agent, uh, when the users are walking, they might hit a, a bad cellular spot. The video will either diminish in quality or it will go out for a few seconds. And so often what the agent will do is they have some controls on their side to reinitialize the video. And if that doesn't work, they'll tell the user to walk maybe 10 or 15 feet forward and stop and then try again. Most times, I would say, I would say most times out of not, the the agent is able to reconnect the video and be uh, successful with the user. Restart it up just like your computer. But the user never loses connection with the agent. The audio and video streams are separate. That way we can keep track of the user through audio as well. The agent's always there. Excellent. Exactly. How do blind and visually impaired people use Ira? Give us the step-by-step -step process that you've been using. When the user signs up with Ira, we send them out a set of smart glasses, a MiFi device. The user sets up an account with Ira, and so then the user downloads an, an iOS app or Android app to their you know respective phones. Once the app is launched and they, the user logs in with their user credentials. 
they're able to see that their glasses are online and connected and ready to make a request. The interface is very simple on the app. The home screen in the app just has really a big button on there that shows visually to our partial users and also shows up to our totally blind users as a call IRA button. All they do is hit that button and within a few seconds, an agent will pick up. And so then that agent is able to navigate them. It's pretty easy to establish a call to an agent. Some of our listeners out there might be concerned, though, about their privacy, especially in while talking with some of these agents, because they don't want their activities to be broadcasted anywhere else. How's the privacy of IRA users protected? We hold our agents to an incredibly high level of privacy with our users. Our agents sign contracts with IRA. Basically, you know, they won't, you know, they will never disclose any information. IRA works very carefully not to store any private information. And then also we have a privacy mode within the service. If there's ever a case where the user needs privacy, maybe they're doing a bank transaction and they don't want the agent to see any information while they're at the teller, they can hit a button on their glass or on their phone and activate privacy mode. That'll basically turn off the video for the agent and also the audio for that time. And only the user has control over that privacy mode. They decide when to turn it on. They decide when to turn it off. Off or on, it's their decision. But if exactly. our listeners are concerned, <clears throat> are concerned, I'm I'm sure your IRA agents are very good, all very good. But mm-hmm. what if they're concerned about utilizing any unknown IRA agents or ones who do give them wrong directions? Can maybe their family members act as agents and help the blind navigate the globe using the te- the new technology, just in case? Theoretically, yes. You know, a family member could sign up to be an IRA agent and go through the process. Anybody that would be an agent has to go through our training to make sure that they know how to use the software, the dashboard to the best of their potential. Are there any sort of passing scores or grades they got to get on these training tests or any part of the training in order to be selected? Yes. Yeah, they the the exams you have to have at the very least I think it's an 80% to pass the the test. So, you know, we do have very high standards. Our current set of agents are a good testament to the standards that we hold. We we're very picky. We sometimes get 60 or 70 applications and only pick up one agent from that set. Wow. Very tough to get in. Yeah. But that's great one. Candace, I'm sure you've been waiting a long time to talk to us. We want to learn more about your experience as an IRA tester. CNBC says that you describe IRA as magical. Tell us about that. So the first opportunity that I had to use IRA was in Washington, D.C. I was walking from a metro station to the Smithsonian. And the IRA agent was able to help me plan the route from the metro station to the Smithsonian. And at the same time, while I was walking, the agent described the surroundings to me. And for the first time since losing my vision as a college student when I was 21, I felt like I was actually taking a walk. I think sometimes as individuals who are blind or visually impaired, 
we are so focused on getting from point A to point B that we miss the in-between. We miss the experience of just taking a walk. We miss the opportunity to look at the buildings, to see the trees, the leaves that are falling in the fall. We miss the opportunity to know what things we're passing. So we don't necessarily know when we're passing maybe a new business or maybe we've lived in an area for 10 or 15 years, but because nobody's pointed it out to us, maybe we don't know that there's this cute little coffee shop. And so Ira was incredibly magical because it took a route that I'd walked before and made the route real to me and opened it up and made it this amazing and awesome experience. Now, Juan, what about your experience as an IRA user? I tend to, I really agree with Candice. For me, traveling is like one of my hobbies and traveling is also something I do quite often for IRA as well, going to the different shows and different locations. In the past, I would have to go to the airport and walk through the airport, get a sky cab at the ticket counter. Sometimes that could take time to get somebody to help. All they want to do is get you through security and get you to the terminal as quickly as possible so they can be on their way. Sometimes I get to the airport an hour early because maybe I want to pick something up from like a coffee stand, get a coffee and maybe a sandwich for breakfast in the morning. And using Ira, they can help you get your ticket, go through security, and then after security, go find that coffee stand, get that sandwich, then go sit down at the terminal and wait. They describe everything around you. Once you arrive to a new location, a new new city that I've never been to, or a new hotel or convention hall that I've never been to, and walking through with Ira, finding you know all the different amenities that the place offers, where they have free water machines, where the bathrooms are, where for me is finding a you know finding a proper relieving area for my guide dog Celeste. Those before were so, a real difficult problem uh, for me. Now with Ira, it's, you know, I don't have to worry about finding somebody that has time or worrying about asking strangers that walk by you and don't answer your questions. They just, you know, ignore you. Ira's always there. You just put on the glasses or if I need something quick, I don't need the glasses. You just, you can call Ira through your, um, your app as well, and use the phone's camera to stream to an agent. They're always there to help you, and it makes your life so much more fulfilling when you can do things by yourself that you couldn't do before. Can I interject? Sure. Um, and I think we've, Juan and I know, have been talking about um, traveling and, and going to the grocery store and running errands in the gym, but what about all of the tasks at home? I know for me, when you get something and you have to return it from Amazon or other places. And and how do you know which label to put on the box and where to put it? Last weekend, I connected with Ira and, and labeled all of my boxes that I needed to ship back. Things I you know, had received and wanted to send back or whatever. Um, what about organizing your cupboards? What about if, if you kind of mix up, you know, a lot of us have different systems where we hang our clothes and, and our closet a certain way or have special markings, but what if they get mixed up? What if you have two things that look similar or you just get mixed up? Or what if you need to know if a color matches or, or coordinates or clashes? So there's so many things you can use Ira for. The list is just unfathomably limitless. It redefines instead of having to call a neighbor or, or I know a lot of us develop piles 
and develop all these piles of things and tasks and lists that we can't get done. And then somebody comes over, we have an opportunity to meet with someone and we're like, can you help me with this? Can you help me with this? Can you help me with this? Those of us who live by ourselves maybe didn't have the opportunity to complete tasks. And using IRA just gives us a whole new sense of independence. It redefines independence and allows us to function independently, just as our our friends and neighbors and other people in our community who have vision. Having Ira is really like having your personal assistant there at any time. Like like Candace said, the options are limitless. What you can do is just a matter. It's just a button push away to talk to an agent to get help. That is excellent. Having Ira as that personal assistant there <laughs> to help you get through life. How do our listeners try out Ira or become Ira agents and what's the cost? For users, you can either call Ira at our phone number. Should I give you that now? Yes. Okay. So our users can call Ira at 858-876-2472 or they can go to our website which is www.iraaira.io. There's information for to sign up there. Agents as well on the website, there's uh, career opportunities that we post. And so when the agent position is open, we post the links there so to the, for them to start the process. We also use Facebook and social media, Twitter. We post a lot of information on both. And so people can get in touch with us via Facebook as well. When and where is Ira going to be officially available to the public for purchase? Ira is actually available now. People can go and sign up for Ira to get the service now. We have an Explorer program where users get a really good deal on signing up for six months. All we ask is for, because we're basically giving double minutes or unlimited minutes based on the package that they pick at the moment for those extra perks. We just ask every few weeks to be in touch with the user and ask them, how can we make the service better? What did you like about the service? What did you not like? What problems you had? All those all those things that are vitally important for us as a company, we communicate with the user every few weeks. One and Candace, Ira is the technology that will help our listeners navigate the world with ease and a little guidance. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Before we go, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind, or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind, or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website, that's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org, and my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash the dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows ranging from episode 94 to the present. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, 
please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Wouldn't it be great to spend three hours with a good friend, just chatting and listening to some great music? Come join Jeff Bishop under the desert skies every Saturday evening from 6 to 9 Eastern on ACB Radio Interactive. You'll feel refreshed after spending three hours with Jeff, just talking and listening to some favorite tunes under the desert skies every Saturday evening from 6 to 9 Eastern on ACB Radio Interactive. California, Florida, Iowa, Texas, guide dog users, students, IT professionals, government employees. The American Council of the Blind has members in all 50 states and is actively engaged in a wide variety of activities. We advocate for the education, employment, and social inclusion of all blind and visually impaired Americans. We publish a monthly magazine. We hold an annual conference and convention and operate a multi-channel internet radio station. Check us out at acb.org. Together, we can do anything. ACB Radio 